Hello, this is Jennifer Gurka, Strategic Healthcare Consultant for Dell EMC. In my role, I am responsible for providing thought leadership and insight to help Dell EMC advance its supportive healthcare organizations in this era of digital transformation. In the digital era, technology is advancing at an exponential rate, advancing medical knowledge, driving innovations, changing how we work and live. Technology is an engine of change. As we advance through this world of digital transformation, things are going to be very different from the way they are today. At Dell EMC, we offer pragmatic innovations that help advance healthcare into the digital era. We believe technology is for everyone and it enables the human potential, something that inspires us every day. Once patients are routinely provided with genomic analysis, who owns and who profits from this data? In our last podcast, we discussed patients as one of the drivers that is making precision medicine move toward becoming the standard of care. The patients and their families are a crucial part of today's modern healthcare. The concept of patients as consumers is a shift that gives more control in decision-making and informed decisions than ever before to the patient to the point that the patient is now a critical component of his or her own healthcare team. Be it access to information, IoT devices for healthcare, or even social media, the relationship among patient, clinician, and healthcare organization is changing. But why is this change important? Because for the first time, the patients are now asking as a group for their health records, and their health records include genetic information. This shift is also accompanied by the support of many clinicians and healthcare providers who believe patient records should be owned by the patients. But especially for genetic information, this ownership concept becomes quite a complex problem. Why? Because money is to be made and because the potential exists for this information to help not only the specific patient, but the community in general. So who owns this remarkably rich data is a key question that can affect us all. An example of how complex this question might be is what happened with Myriad, a genetic company. In 2016, Myriad was asked by one of its patients to provide him with all his genetic information. At the time, Myriad was not interested in providing this information until HIPAA ruled that all companies released full genetic information to patients. The incident has passed, and now patients can request their genetic data, which in some cases they like to share with research organizations. Myriad, however, is providing this information only when requested. Another good example is 23andMe. Over the past decade, 23andMe has built the world's largest genetic database containing data from 1.2 million DNA samples, augmented by information provided by its customers through survey questions. The value of this patient health data can be gauged by the fact that a dozen companies have paid to gain access to subsets of this data, including Genentech, which paid $10 million to look at the genes of people with Parkinson's disease. Most patients and patient advocates believe that patients should own their medical data, control who has access to it, and be able to take it with them as they move from provider to provider. The goal of a single, shared, longitudinal patient medical record remains elusive. Patients continue to find lack of coordination among multiple providers, realizing that it is up to them to make sure that their medical data is accurate and up-to-date in multiple locations. 
Sometimes this request is easier said than done, as some organizations are not always willing to share patient information with other institutions or the data cannot easily be transferred between EHR platforms. So why do some providers put up barriers to patients accessing their EHR or genetic data? Some of the reasons are based on regulatory requirements to maintain and preserve a master record. In other cases, it might be worries about lost or corrupted data, including intentional editing by patients to remove embarrassing but critical health information, doctor shop for opioid prescriptions, or frank but important doctor's notes about patients and their behaviors, and so on. Some of the concerns, however, have solutions, including providing patient access to a read-only copy of their record, creating a controlled process for patient updating and corrections, defining fields for MD notes that can be stripped from patient versions, or enabling storage in the cloud for easy access, independent of where the patient might be. New data storage models like data lakes can help ingest, store, and analyze all kinds of data types, from structured to unstructured, for easier data access and sharing. Technology companies are even suggesting the use of cutting-edge solutions, such as blockchain. This new technology could help track and keep secure patient records in real time through a decentralized encrypted technology developed to enable Bitcoin digital currency. The findings of a recent study from Medscape debunked many preconceptions about patient reaction to having access to their data. In this particular study, patients were given access to their EHRs, including doctor's notes. Of the 92% of patients who viewed their notes, 77% felt more in control of their care and 99% wanted continued access. In addition, many of the physicians who initially resisted the idea ended up changing their position. So where should we go from here? What could be the right balance? There seems to be consensus that the more access patients have to their own data, the more they can become participants and owners of their own health. But that still leaves us with another big question. If the patient is not always the owner of the genetic data, then who can profit from it? We talked already about 23andMe, which shows how valuable our own genetic information can become. The proliferation of public, consortium, and private lab, along with corporate databases containing personal genetic and health information, often raises a number of questions. How is an individual's privacy being protected? How often are HIPAA standards being applied? Should private enterprises have the right to profit from someone else's personal health data? Or should there be a well-defined line in ownership rights between raw medical data and proprietary tools, services, or discoveries made with that data? What roles might government and industry play in setting standards for anonymizing and keeping patient data safe from misuse? For example, while the Genetic Information Non-Discrimination Act, or GINA, of 2008 protects against genetic discrimination in employment and healthcare insurance coverage, it does not protect against genetic discrimination by life, disability, or long-term care insurance companies. It seems that we are a long way from answering these critical questions. However, can we wait patiently to define perfect solutions for these inquiries, or should we leave science to continue its accelerated path, and then we as patients will have to catch up? Are the potential benefits worth it for patients and ultimately humanity? This is Jennifer Gurka, Strategic Healthcare Consultant with Dell EMC. 
Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. You can follow me on Twitter via handle at Jennifer Gurka. You can also connect with Dell EMC Healthcare via Twitter handle at Dell EMC Health.